This is definitely not Smells Like Yukon, the podcast that claims to be nothing like Smells Like Yukon, but for all intents and purposes is almost exactly the same. My name is Jesse DeVos, and I produce Definitely Not Smells Like Yukon with my friend Mark Kepke. In this special bonus edition of the podcast, Mark and I will hold our noses, cannonball into our mailbag, and answer a few questions from our devoted listeners. So we've wrapped up season one. We've done our first five episodes and we've done a bonus episode, Drive Time Weenies, so six. And now yeah. we always planned at the end of this first season to come back and kind of do another wrap up, share some of the listener feedback we've got. So um, I guess the first thing we need to decide is um, do we want to pretend that we actually got some or do we just want to, you know, I, uh, I- come right out and confess that we've really got no feedback at all and just go ahead and make some up. I'd like to say that, you know, it's Moira who, you know, works with us on the show, who's really kind of the brains behind the operation, has given us this stack of mail. She could be bullshitting us. This could be a bunch of real stuff. I don't really know, but okay, I think we I like should that. just read it and see. So we're going with the idea that there's a lot of mail and it's had to, she's had to weed through it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she's given us like a selection of of things for us to to talk about. I mean, the listeners want to know stuff about us, about the show. So I think this is a good opportunity to just really come clean and let people know really what this is all about. Okay. Okay. You want me to start with this one in here? Take one open. Okay. Let's see. Just put them in envelopes and everything. It doesn't say who it's from. Oh. Well, she did send a note along saying that we got an inordinate amount of mail from an inmate at Whitehorse Correctional Center. So this Uh, is okay. Was, I think, maybe our most devoted listener and uh, sent quite a number of letters. And I think originally somehow through the YTG, sorry, YG mail, internal Hmm. mail somehow. I mean, I don't know what this guy is in there for, but maybe we don't use his real name. Okay. Fair enough. It doesn't say it in here anyway. What does it say? Is it true that you record your podcast in Jesse's walk-in closet? I sure hope so, because otherwise, I don't think you should be making jokes about being stuck in a confined space. Not everyone will think that's funny. It is true that the (laughs) podcast, the narration parts of the podcast, we are indeed in Jesse's closet. Listen to the... uh, Listen to the the clothes hangers in here. Anyway, yes, we are. I dispute the fact that we're making jokes about being in the closet. We're just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Oh, we've we've chosen to be in here because the sound quality works well. All right, should we do another letter from the same guy? I don't know. Yeah, it, it like, is. These are all oh, these ones here. I think they're all more, same guy. It's addressed to Marquesi. It looks like he took our names and kind of jammed them together. I don't know what that's all about. Dear Marquesi, I hope it's not too personal, but I'm wondering if you're a couple. I know Mark is married and Jesse was too, but there's something about your dynamic that screams gay to me. You've also made numerous references about how you supposedly record your podcast in Jesse's closet, but I think you're maybe hinting at something else. What's up? When can we expect the episode where you finally come out of the closet and confirm the worst kept secret in the Yukon? He signed it Ellen in quotation marks for some reason. I don't really know what to say about that. I think we're pretty... Just, just, let's go on to the next one. We don't have to deal with that. All right. I think it's... People can think what they wish to think about um, 
Mark and I and what we're doing. Can't two guys we'll just be vague. in a closet without people giving them a hard time? <laughs> keep, keep it vague. Okay, so we got this letter from the producers of the podcast, Smells Like Northwest Territories. Ooh. Yeah, and it seems like they're not happy about something. It says, uh, hey, Western Territorial losers, why don't you try and come up with your own ideas for once? We've already reported on our basil and weed shortage, and we've been talking like Elmer Fudd for years already. So we <laughs> fwain from pilfowing our language and guinui twubbles, is what it says. It says something about weagle action. I can't Whoa. quite make it out. It's like written in crayon, I think. Oh, oh that figures from the NWT. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do we even need to dignify that? There was, was there a question in there somewhere? I don't know. I think they're just they're just mad. I think they're jealous. Was the, unless that's from their lawyer, I think we just ignore it. It's not on legal letterhead? No, no, it isn't. It's just kind of uh, scratched in know. there. I don't know. Smells like Northwest Territories. Yeah. Don't listen to that, by the way. I don't even search for it. It's It's not very good. This one, this letter is from, oh, it's from Logan in Whitehorse. Says, oh. Logan A-N or Logan I-N? <laughs> I-N. Yeah, it, it's man. quite short. It says, hey, with a bunch of Ys. Hey, I want to take Mora out. Whoops, uh. I meant to toss that letter in the reject pile. The answer is no, you caveman. By the way, those propositions from you can mouth breathers are the types of letters we mostly get here at the show. Mark and Jess... Nobody really cares about you losers. That's harsh. That, that's what we get for putting her picture on the website, I guess. Right? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything next here? Uh, well, I got a, there's another oh. one from our oh, inmate. friend up the hill. Okay, sure. Did you really have a segment on CBC Radio at one time, or is that just more of your same old bullshit? Actually, he's not the only one that's asked me that. I guess our bullshit is just that good that they would <laughs> that, wonder that so frequent? i'm like yes we actually did it was a long time ago but uh-huh. yeah we did about starting about 2007 we did about 25 much shorter episodes yeah we were we were constrained to six minutes yes. i believe so but, yes uh, we did yeah we'll read another inmate letter here we seem to have a lot of them here well you know like, he's got a lot of time oh, on his okay. hands okay it says i love that chick who does the talking at the end of each episode she sounds super sexy but totally also down to earth does she have a name, address, and if she has been enhanced, if you know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> I should be getting out just in time for rendezvous, and I'd love a ca- to arrange a casual hookup. Oh, my God. Uh, well, can I have a look? Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, yeah. Does she have a name? Yes. Moira. Address? You, we're not giving you that. And has she been enhanced, if you know what I mean? I can honestly tell you that we do nothing. We do not slow down the pitch. We do not do anything like that. That voice is just the way it is. Naturally, yes. nothing has been done to modulate it. No tremolo. Nothing. I don't even revert. It's nothing. So, no, absolutely no enhancements. Uh, so, we understand what you're getting at there. And no. And I should be getting out just in time for rendezvous. And I'd love to arrange it. I'm guessing from the previous letter that that's going to be a pretty firm no as far as i know she's actually uh been seeing someone for a while i think he may be a little bit of the jealous type as well so uh okay this letter is uh from it appears to be some kind of a handle at sly megafan 3000 oh wow 
That means says, mean there's 2,999 others? I guess so. It says, okay. This, oh, this is a bit long. Okay. I noticed it on Batch 1, Episode 3 at 2042. Jesse talks about creating an app for the commandments that Yukoners could read on their iPads. I insist that you also make an app for the Android users too. It's completely logical since Android is the most used mobile operating system and has plenty of advantages over iOS, like the fact that you can choose from thousands of widgets that play live music on your home or lock screens that provide everything... Um, oh my God, this goes on forever. About Okay, first of all, whoever you are, it's time to leave the Northlight building for a little while, okay? Just go out that door <laughs> into the parking lot, get some fresh air. It's, it's weird because the person obviously paid so much attention to the show that they marked the exact time that we made that quote. But we also said that we didn't actually make an app at all. So I don't really understand people I, digging I, on certain things, they, I suppose. They, on the one hand, how they can listen, pay such close attention, and on the other hand, seem to miss things entirely exactly anyway it's on a crucifix shaped usb stick which i believe you could use with either operating system sly super fan somewhere out in mount sema yeah with Uh, my basil stash exactly all right i got another letter from the uh from the lockup here it's uh, it's god there's a lot i got three more four more i've got i've got a few more here he's gonna be out by the time we're done reading (laughs) the letters are you guys still having your regular bible study session in jesse's ensuite bathroom what are your favorite verses and would it be possible for me to join your study group when i get out well, that is uh, an open question. I told you I am not coming back to Bible study until you fix that bidet attachment because <laughs> I'm tired of coming out of there soaking wet. And also, <laughs> there were scented candles for a while, and all of a sudden, I don't know, what are you, like, cheaping out? No scented candles? So I go in there, yeah. try to use the, you know, yeah. I, I come out, I feel like I've had a shower just for trying to use the stupid bidet, and there's no <laughs> scented candles. So until you fix that, I'm done with the Bible study, and I think he's confused. We don't do the verses. We're studying our own smells like Yukon Bible, and when, it's not written in verse. Once again, people, like, listen to the show. Yep. It's it's all laid out. And no, you can't join us, no matter what kind of Bible study we're doing. Uh, no. If, you know, so. if we need to hire another intern, that'll be advertised on you win or whatever yes. it's called. And, you know, just keep your eye on it and maybe you can, you can join us, yeah. but uh, we're, so, we're staffed up at the moment. Yeah, Thanks. No, it's, it's a bathroom built for two. Okay. I got another one here. It says, okay, somebody is asking which guy, which bearded guy with the glasses is Mark and which bearded guy with the glasses is Jesse. You know, what people don't know is, you know, the picture of us that... Of, of us sitting in here doing this. That's just a stock image. We don't yeah. look like anyone. We're just com- two computer-generated voices. Are we? The only person who's actually a real person is Moira, Moira our intern slash overlord. <laughs> she, she has taken over. Okay, here's another one from the clink. Dear Smells Like Yukon, or definitely not Smells Like Yukon, you've done six episodes now, and I'm still really confused about the name of your podcast. It's all very convoluted, that's spelled wrong, anyway, whatever, convoluted, and it seems like there's some kind of running joke there, but I really don't get it. Am I missing something? Are you just a couple of idiots, or not a couple of idiots? Ooh. Uh, Well, maybe you are missing something, unless... So, originally... When we started doing the CBC radio segment, and I keep knocking the door to the closet. Once in a while, I just like to prove we're actually in the closet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There was a show on CBC in the mornings, 10 o'clock, I think. It was in the old morning side slot, and it was called Sounds Like Canada. So when we came up with, we went and pitched CBC on the, uh, what became Smells Like Yukon, uh, 
that's the name we came up with, and it was a was a I guess a play on that. And the CBC has a great tradition, both on the radio and TV, of kind of spoofing its own. This hour has twenty two minutes, which was a uh-huh. spoof of uh, this week has seven days. That's I mean, right. there's a long tradition of one part of the CBC sort of making fun of another part of the CBC. So that's what yeah. inspired the name "Smells Like Yukon." And uh, an interesting little tidbit is uh, we actually were on the air before Q was. But when they were kind of, what I found by reading uh, Wikipedia at one point was that when they were trying to come up with a name for Q, uh, Smells Like Canada was actually one of the names <laughs> that they were tossing around, which obviously That's amazing. They, they rejected. So yeah. I don't know what that says about if, us. If they brought we, it back, we could sue them because, we yes, we're not. <laughs> uh, and then that was years ago and Sounds Like Canada has been off the air. So I can understand that a lot of people might not get the connection between Smells Like Yukon and mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like Canada. And as if that wasn't bad enough, when we brought back the podcast, we, we rebooted the series as a podcast. Uh, we called it definitely not Smells Like Yukon, which was a kind of ironic attempt to suggest that it was nothing like the original thing when obviously it's pretty much the same. To, to honor CBC's yeah, definitely not the, the opera. Which, which many other people, you know, that show, the, the show definitely not the opera has not been on the air for a while. So that reference may be lost on I some suppose. people too, like especially this guy up at the Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I think you make a good point. It maybe is a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Um to inside of a joke, to I inside suppose. of a joke. Yeah. So we could maybe just step it back at least one level, and uh, I think maybe from this point forward, we could just go with smells like Yukon. So, so there you go, inmate person. That's like an actionable piece of feedback, and like we're not here to to listen to the people and and follow some of the suggestions, or at least one of them, perhaps. So, so well done. You've, yeah, uh, you have moved the needle there. <laughs> We've gotten a, a lot of a lot of people seem to write in asking for directions to the Rock River Road in Joe's garage. Oh. I, I, I didn't realize there were that many vintage Dodges in town. I, I don't know if I really want to, you know, talk about the Rock River Road. You, you listeners are not ready for it yet. Yeah, that's 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 a good enough answer. We'll I tell you when you're when it's time. You'll know. You got any other mail? Well, I got a couple more. Okay, I, we've got a few more from this. This clown here. Okay. Uh, I'm interested to hear more about how you guys met and fell in love with each other's passion for journalistic excellence, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived in the same apartment building way, way back in the day. That's how we met. We were neighbors. Yeah, that's right. Well, and I was doing freelance work at the CBC at the time. Yes. Well, we and... should mention that in the previous thing about Definitely Not the Opera, that Jesse was uh, a correspondent cor- for Definitely Not the Opera for years, and I mm-hmm. believe was known... Did they come up with it? You were the second coolest person in the Yukon? Did that come out of the DNTO thing somehow? Yeah, it was a couple of the producers who came up to visit and uh, maybe some of the local CBC people called me that. I was much younger and arguably a little bit cooler um, back in the day. But yes. Was was there an argument made that it was actually cooler to be the second coolest person in the Yukon than the coolest person in the Yukon? How did the second coolest, was that a slight or was that actually some I think it was a real bit of criteria. I think (laughs) I was the second coolest because I think I I worked for the government. That that knocked me down a peg. Okay. I'm (laughs) sorry. Which, you know, which I figure is a, a fair thing. I still worked for the government, so that s- continued to knock me down a peg every oh, I year. I hate to tell you, you're way below second coolest. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. I'm not even in the top 30,000 coolest. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't even think I ever cracked it. 
Okay, this is from the same guy. Okay. <laughs> In that very first reboot episode, Jesse says that Mark's sigmoidoscopy at Whitehorse General Hospital was highly pleasant. I hope that was an error you were just too lazy to fix in post-production. Because if it's true, that's really weird and also kind of hot. (laughs) (laughs) My answer, you can choose to believe me or not, was the first of those two. I was too lazy to fix it. Um, But uh, if, if if, if you enjoy the podcast on a different level because of your interpretation of how we wrote or did not write that bit, then have at it. Well, I think because the original script did say a highly unpleasant experience, but you kind of muffed it. And then afterwards, it was kind of done. You didn't want to go fix it. And then after that, I wanted to fix it, but not to take it back to highly unpleasant, which is what I originally intended, because your mistake actually made me think that it would have been much better if I'd said it was a highly erotic experience. (laughs) So if I had an opportunity to do it again, would have taken it a step further. Then we would have had the hospital clerk on our case, so <laughs> yeah. that would have been a little uh, And for the difficult. record, it was not erotic at all. <laughs> Once again, from our, uh, our friend up the hill, Lewis Rifkin was featured pretty prominently in a number of your early podcast episodes, and he was great. Did you ever consider letting him take over the whole podcast and maybe you two would just go away? That That's kind of hurtful. <laughs> it's kind of hurtful, but it's a, a pretty good suggestion. Maybe if we reach that point, we'll have to give him a call. We might have to blow out a wall in your closet. Or no, I guess we're going away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. How do you think Lewis would feel about being alone in your closet? Yeah, I don't know. He might... He could do it in his own closet, I guess. Yeah, he could just, you know, insulate, get a bunch of clothes hanging around him in a corner of baked and do it. I'll say uh, we'll take that under advisement. Yeah, It might sure. not be a bad idea. Do you have anything else? I got no, one I'm more. out of mail. I got I, one more I, from... Moira didn't give me much because I think it was mostly just idiots asking her out. Yeah, I don't think this this one is going to be worth airing, but uh, it's definitely not supposed to be in parentheses or not in parentheses. Well, I guess sometimes... I don't even... How do you even know that when you're listening to the podcast? Like, you don't... <laughs> you must have gone to the website or something. Uh, it's a moot point. Well, at least somebody a, did. Yeah, it's a moot point. Because we're, uh, as we said, the definitely not, it's out of there. It's gone. We're not that's doing right. that anymore. So uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's all the mail we got. That's all the mail we got. And that, that I don't really like doing all that reading. So if anyone out there is listening and would like to send listener mail, yes. uh, uh, the best way to do it would be to make a voice memo on your phone. You, you all have phones. Mm-hmm. And email it to us at sniffaround at smellslikeyukon.com. And that's a, a real email that address. That is a real email address. So we'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks so, for listening. You have been listening to Smells Like Yukon. You definitely have not been listening to Definitely Not Smells Like Yukon. Because we're finally done with that whole bit. Praise Jesus. Join Jess and Mark for season two of Smells Like Yukon when they... When they will make it pretty damn clear that anyone moving in on my woman is in for a world of hurt. And I don't mean that two years less a day kind of shit. Am I the only one who's totally turned on right now? Yeah, baby. Okay then. Until the next time, keep on smelling on. And we'll just leave it at that.